Hi beautiful souls, welcome to Conscious Revolution Podcast. This is the space where we talk about personal development, manifestation, spirituality and mindset. Today we have Sara with us. Sara is a mentor for heart-led women. She supports her clients to reclaim the feminine power in life, in business by managing their mind and emotions and mastering their unique energetic blueprint. She does work with so many beautiful tools like hypnosis, EFT, human design, but she mostly loves holding space through sacred coaching. Sara has helped women from around the world create more sustainable success in their businesses through a heart-based approach. She believes in feminine flow over masculine herself, being overdoing, and pleasure over obligation. This is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Today, we are going to dive deeper into how to create pleasure, how to create play, how to create fun and ease and flow in your business. The business dynamic doesn't have to be the same how it has been for all these decades with the masculine approach. We get to invite in the feminine flow. We get to invite in the feminine energy into play because there is no creation without the perfect union of the masculine and the feminine. And so this is what we are going to be talking about, diving deep and exploring different elements of how can we uh, bring in all of these beautiful things, play, pleasure, flow in our business because it does not have to be a struggle it does not have to be a hustle it does not have to be something which you suffer through we get to create through joy and i'm just so excited to dive into this podcast with sarah for all of you so enjoy Welcome to Conscious Revolution Podcast. I am so elated, honored, and glad to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much, Shivani, for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. So am I. You have been such a beautiful inspiration just watching you evolve, have fun in your business, in your abundance, in your energy. It's been just so inspirational. And I can say, probably activating too and I think you probably understand uh, where that comes from (laughs) Uh, yeah so yeah I'm so actually genuinely excited to talk on this specific topic because of late I think more and more of us are really recognizing deeply that um, business is not supposed to be a place of compromise, sacrifice, settling for less, mm. or struggle, or hustle, specifically hustle. And yes. I think you're truly living that, living the talk, not living these um, ideas of how we have been sold how to work. What do you have yeah. to say about your journey of making this transition from this old paradigm of working. Have you ever worked in this old paradigm? 
Definitely. Yes. I think for a very long time I was in, in that and um, probably just because that's all I knew and had seen and learned in my life. So that's what I was taught basically like that conditioning. Right. Um, and I used to work a lot, even in the um, like, I guess, regular jobs I had before starting my business, I was always like really um, doing more than I should I guess and like really over delivering and working so much and sometimes staying up until like eight or ten and in the office to do extra stuff so I definitely have that or had that for a while and then I think when I started my business it was kind of like okay well that's the only thing that I know so let's you know hustle in a sense but the problem is that often I believe, and that's what I see in my clients a lot, is that especially in the beginning phase, it's more like we're doing all the things all the time because we're not sure and we don't really trust ourselves yet. And it's so new. So we think that doing more is better. And that that kind of ends up in the hustle mode and mentality, which is very draining, as I'm sure you know, and is not often that... Um, doesn't always create the results that you want. You could be doing a lot of things without getting the results that you actually want in your business. So I was definitely there for quite a while until I, I just decided I'm not going to, not going to be available for that anymore. And I also just want to make a distinction, I guess. It's not about doing nothing and never taking action. It's just about really honoring the process and honoring that there are times for more rest and, and more of that surrender and feminine flow. But there's also a case for, you know, having the strong foundations in your business. And that often has to be laid strong in the beginning, you know, that um, solid masculine energy that holds then the flow and then makes it makes everything easier. But it's not about doing nothing. It's about taking aligned actions on a regular basis and consistently. But that helps with the flow so much, in my opinion. So I don't know if that really answered your question or not. But um, yeah, that's what I have to say about yeah, it. Yeah, it actually pretty much does, actually. Uh, and I think lo I, I loved where you said, uh, especially in the beginning, you need that masculine energy to hold it strong so that then you can flow it in with ease. Yeah. However, with most of the workspaces, the conventional styles of working, the masculine way of holding space never ends. We, like, no. I have worked yeah. with startups. I have really seen a lot of startups actually uh, grow in front of me. And to be very honest, it was one of my most, like my biggest resistance to start a business was because I was seeing all these newbie entrepreneurs hustling and struggling and getting and I was like I don't want to say I'm lazy but I just feel like this ought to be a better way I don't want to compromise yeah. my well-being creating a wellness business <laughs> that's that would be kind of um that would not That's be very in integrity with it yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely uh so yeah uh, I, I would really just I'm curious uh did you kind of adapt into this feminine flow as a mindset coach after you became a mindset coach, a spiritual coach, and you learned on the way? Or was it like you first honed into this energy and then you started to, you started your spiritual mindset business? Like, How did it go mm. for you? 
That's a really good question. And I'm thinking back, I think that when I had the first kind of um, chapter of my business, which was very much focused on life and spiritual, like life coaching, spiritual kind of life coaching. Um, and now it's more intuitive business, I guess, but there's still a lot of elements of life coaching as well. But I think that even when I started, I was actually doing much more um, as a spiritual life coach. I was like hustling more than I am now as a business coach, which is very interesting. Uh, but I think it's also for, you know, the reasons that I mentioned before, when you're just starting and you don't necessarily know what you're meant to be doing to create the results. And like, you think you have to be doing all the things and and yeah, I think that's why, that's partly why, but I think that I also had to learn to lean into the feminine flow more, right? So I had to learn more of that surrender. And I, I think maybe also being an MG, we want to, like, we want to go fast and move forward a lot and like do, like we have often, not always, but we have a lot of energy to be doing. And so I think that sometimes it's like, oh, how I think in the first year, I wasn't really taking weekends off. Honestly, I was like working all the time. And I it's great when you love what you do and you could be doing work every day, all day long. But at the same time, it's not very sustainable, is yes. it? So I had to really learn to like, first of all, take some time off weekends and things like that and start leaning more into the feminine. So to answer your question, I think it wasn't like that when I first started my business. I just had to implement that at some point because, you know, also the, I think that there's also the case for the boundaries, like setting boundaries, like I'm not going to be working on weekends. That's a masculine thing, but it helps then for you to surrender and be more open in the flow and the feminine. Yeah, one thing that I'm off late really tapping into and learning is like how discipline creates freedom. And that's something yeah. which is like such a beautiful thing which is coming on because for me personally, discipline has been such an ugly word, honestly, for being a dominant feminine energy. Uh, I always wanted to be more disciplined, but because I was never able yeah. to be disciplined, there was so much of sense of failure and shame and guilt yeah. around that and I think that's why most of us have it especially when we start our businesses how can I take a weekend mm -hmm. off I'm not earning enough I'm not worthy enough yeah. I'm not there yet yeah who yeah. am I to take a weekend off look at other people working like 10 hours a day even when they have probably been in business for five years at what point did you actually do that? You could actually tell yourself that it's time. I, I can do this. Mm. I'm worthy of doing this. And I need this, mm. most importantly. The weekends and the time off, you mean? Yeah. Yes, yes. I think it took me a while, to be honest. I think it took me well into um, 2020. I think maybe 2020 forced me to slow down, to be honest. Uh, but and for, you started your for a time in um, 2019. So yeah, mm, so I had been in business for at least a year, more than a year, to be honest, when I, I realized, okay, this is not working. And actually what is interesting is that in lockdown, I was working much more and I was doing much more than because I didn't know what was a weekend, what was like, which day is it? I had no idea. So it was kind of weird. And then I think it was around the summer 
when I started working with a business coach and mindset coach, I, I kind of shifted into more of um, not just I'm, I'm running this business, but more I'm, I'm actually, you know, a CEO and I have to have like, you know, these kind of, I guess, not rules, but kind of guidelines and those boundaries again and, and a sense of discipline, right? Right. But mm. I think for me, it was more like, um, yeah, I think the discipline is an act of, you know, self-love and also devotion in business. And, and it was more from that perspective that, you know, I need to be able to fill my cup. I need to be able to rest and really then will I be able to give my best to my clients and when I show up in my community and my audience and all of that. So um, I think it was really after a year and a half almost that I, I took the leap and took my weekend love, <laughs> yeah, which was a that, very big shift for me. Yeah. And what shifts did it kind of like began for you? Like what started shifting in your reality? I'm sure the starting in the beginning was probably subtle, almost unnoticeable. Mm. How did it kind of like land yeah. up? in the bigger picture of your business? Well, I think it just opened up so much more spaciousness to be and to receive more, right? So mm. what was really interesting is that I started realizing that I was receiving more, whether it was inquiries about working with me or even uh, money and things like that. Oh, should I cost pause? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, no worries. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted a second. Basically, uh, I'm your audio is getting cut, so I'm not sure if it's my headphones. Let me just change my headphones. Okay. Can you hear me? Is it better? I can yeah. hear you. Yeah. Okay, you can hear Is me. it better? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, so me... where was I saying? Uh, yeah, let me just also uh, check once my mic setting. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You can hear me, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Awesome. So, yeah, you were answering about perhaps. Oh, what did it shift in my, what in did my it life? What shift in your business? Yes, what did it shift in your business? Mm. It just really opened up so much more space and spaciousness to receive and, and to, um, yeah, to be and to really fill my own cup first and, and fill my, you know, like, fully fill myself up and experience more of that pleasure in, in life and in business, because I feel that's very connected. And, and that, that really shifted everything because I realized that it wasn't about working more or working harder, but just like, you know, doing the, the simplifying as well and doing the things that actually make a difference and focusing on that and, and really just narrowing down on that. And that just kind of amplified the results. And I would 
receive more when I was like um, on a weekend or or on near the pool or at the beach and things like that. I was like, oh, okay, so there is something here. It's not when I'm like so focused and in that more energy of like doing that I receive more. It's really when I just allow it to kind of open up and and receive. That's when it comes. Yeah, and I think most of us in the mindset spiritual space have discovered how magically uh, our phone pings with those notific payment notifications when we are taking mm-hmm. a day napping or when we are taking a day off. Yeah. And um, to the outside world, it might seem magical, but obviously there is specific energetics involved there, right? Uh, For sure. Uh, what do you think they are like what do you think really actually shifted energetically when you mm-hmm. started giving yourself say three days a week off um and that's so brave i just want to like say that's just so brave rebellious uh, of anybody <laughs> right now to do that actually like like far away from being lazy for me i think right now we're just breaking so many patriarchal systems and patriarchal yeah uh, crutches that something like this is like I really want to bow down to you because it's such an act of uh, this is true feminism in true essence actually <laughs> <laughs> I love this way of seeing it I never thought about it as being like a kind of a rebellious act but you're right in a sense it, it kind of is right <laughs> yeah. um uh, but yes, to to answer your question, what do I think it is? I think it really goes down to alignment. And when you are in that alignment, energetic alignment. So what I mean by that is aligned in your, you know, al- so for example, whatever result you want, if you're wanting to attract more clients or money or abundance or whatever it is, right? Um, that's the That's the vision. That's the goal that you're holding. And then you want to make sure that you're aligned on a mental level. So your thoughts, the mindset perspective, right, are aligned with that. And that your emotions and your feelings are also aligned with that, that you're not like in that anxious contraction mode. Um, and then also what you're doing. So when you are taking action, it is aligned action. That moves you forward so much more than just like, I need to be doing and like that kind of stress, like do, do, do all the time and, and run and go, go, go. So I think that alignment, first of all, changes everything. And that also, I think, opens you up to the feminine magnetism, right? So you just kind of receive so much more from that space um, of surrender. I think that we've all experienced when we're like so focused and like that energy of contraction around like, I have to make it happen like now. And if it doesn't, like it's, I don't know, the end of the world or whatever the mind makes up. And that like creates so much like contraction literally in, you know, in your body that it's almost impossible not fully impossible but it's almost impossible to receive it's um yeah i think it's just imagine you're you're clenching your fists how can you how can you hold on to anything or receive anything in your palm when you open up just allows that to come to you so much more effortlessly i think right so also, i love um, how you're so, explaining yeah. that i think like the feeling of contraction like yeah. uh, also i think you receive uh with an open heart and when you're like in this place yes. of tension and holding on and contracting you you literally like when you're tense when you're anxious i think for me 
um, last uh, last month with Mercury retrograde, I was just caught up in so many tech issues, and there was a point where I was just like so fixated, like what the hell is this not working? What should I do? And there was so much of tension mm-hmm. and anxiety. And yet, like as you speak, I can just feel into like how our body posture literally contracts, and this is not yeah. a space to receive. And when you yeah. actually be in this position of an open heart, that's when you kind of are able to actually receive. And yes. it's funny how when we are contracted, we are in this place of I want it, I want it, I need it, I want it, I need it. And that's not, as you said, almost impossible to receive at that point. But when you're like, it's chill, I know what's for yeah. me is for me. That's when you actually receive. Exactly. And I just want to add on that something that just came to me because when we're so focused on what we are wanting, I, and I think we all fall into that sometimes, right? So this is not to say that, you know, I'm perfect or anything like that, but I definitely fall into it sometimes. But when we're so focused on what we want and that's not there yet, we're actually focused on the energy of lack because we're like, okay, I want this it's not here yet. I want this. It's not here yet. And that's kind of the loop or the spiral that we're repeating. And that's what we're actually creating. More lack, more wanting, more contraction. When, like you said, when we open up and we, you know, surrender, I guess, a little bit and just chill (laughs) and make that space, that's where things can come in. Right. And also, I think maybe cultivating more of that gratitude for what we do have and what we are creating and trusting that it's coming in the perfect time, divine time, that just accelerates the process also. Before we move forward, I would want to quickly interrupt this conversation and talk about TLL membership. TL membership is a space to help you embody your next level healing and dream life through conscious mindset and spiritual work. As a member, you get access to a library of workshops created by me and with new editions each month. Each month, we pick up a theme according to collective or astrological energy, something that I'm moved with, something that I'm excited about. And I know that because it's come into my energetic field it is for me to offer to you too so in this space we'll be committing ourselves all the way in to explore this theme or topic of the month the workshops are based on spiritual healing inner work mindset reprogramming as well as manifestations all the aspects which actually contribute to creating the highest version of ourselves that we have free worthy happy and radiant As a DL member, you also get access to foundation courses of self-love, inner child healing, success mindset, and heart chakra, along with so many bonus resources. And yes, you don't have to do any of this alone. We have a community portal as well as monthly coaching calls where you can share, ask, and receive from me. This is truly one space I wish I had a few years back when I just had my spiritual awakening. If this interests you, click on the link in show notes and get inside the membership. As a podcast listener, you can also avail 10% off on your first payment with coupon code PODCAST10. Find the details in the show notes. And now, let's jump back to the episode. Yeah, 
what would you suggest to somebody who's actually on spot? Literally imagine somebody is facing this contraction, this desperate energy and we know, and it's not even something yeah. that I, I, I even like associate bad anymore. There was a point like probably a few years back when I would be so ashamed of the fact that I'm, mm. I won this so bad, but it means that you yeah. want it. It just means that you have yeah. clarity. So, but how to get out of that energy? How to actually move mm. from contraction to ease, to receiving, to this place of yes. like, I'm relaxed. Because it's not easy, let's be honest. It's not easy, let's be honest. It's really not easy. And, and again, like I think it happens to all of us, right? Depending on so many things, the time of the month as women, especially the Absolutely. what's happening in the cosmos, all the things, right? And how we slept and all the things. So it's not easy. I think first of all, like you said, really removing any judgment or shame around what you do desire and owning that if you have this desire, then it means something, especially if it's not like conditioning, right? If it's not something that you think you should want based on what, you know, your parents or society tells you, if it's really your own desire, just own it because if it's there, um, I used to always say, if, if you have the desire in your heart, it's meant to be yours. So it's meant for a reason. It's there. It was placed in you for a reason. So that's the first thing. I think in realizing that as well, we can start relaxing a little bit and know, oh, well, maybe I need to grow a little bit more or be ready for it to happen. So maybe it doesn't have to happen yesterday or right now, you know, and we can you know, see, oh, if it's meant to, meant for me and meant to be, it's going to happen, right? Might take a little bit longer than we expect or our mind thinks, that's okay. And then I think more practically speaking, um, well, I think journaling always helps to just really get out all the stuff that's feeling stuck or, you know, that's all the doubts, all the fears, all of that. And doing something different. I think changing environments, if possible, maybe going for a walk, um, exercising, any kind of movement really helps you um, move it through your body, right? Yes. So anything that really shifts and something really different. And often when we are like, let's say you're working all day at your desk or in an office and you're wanting something and focus and focus on focus and you're not seeing the bigger picture, it's, it's hard to get out of. But if you do something different, maybe you go to a cafe, change environment, go for a workout, just put on some music and dance, whatever it is that you need, that puts things into perspective and you are able to come back into your body and relax. So that would be my answer. It's basically so similar to getting, get, it's basically moving the energy. It's basically the energy is yeah. like trapped Simple. somewhere and just like yeah. move it. And yes, uh, absolutely moving your body, moving your circumstances, not the immediate circumstance, your environment maybe, it can just yeah. shift so much. I love that. And I think somewhere, a uh, couple of questions uh, previously to this, you said something around the CEO energy. And uh, you said how a lot of things started to shift for you when you started to tap into the CEO energy. Um, talk a little bit about it like and I know because yes. it's such a huge role because a lot of times when we are working in our business we can get so caught up and I think also because we all have most like whoever has probably worked in jobs before we have been conditioned to work for someone else and to prove and to be in that generator mode 
of generating mm. outcome of producing not so much in that place of envisioning or um, mm-hmm. in that ceo why basically and so when we jump yeah. into our business and i've seen that actually with so many including myself actually how you can actually run your business for years and still operate from that employee mentality and mindset yeah. which can be so tiring and exhausting and most importantly sometimes self demeaning like you do not mm-hmm. give yourself that respect that worth yeah. that you're worthy of so yeah that's so true i i would love you to probably talk a little bit about that Yes, no that's a great question. I think for me the CEO energy and mode is also really um one of a leader, so stepping into that leadership energy for yourself, taking responsibility of your life, of your results, not blaming circumstances or other people or whatever it is, right? Just like taking full ownership of that and responsibility. And and with that comes you know the like like for example deciding that you're going to take the weekends off and then deciding that um when you're going to be working in your business or on the bigger vision right so i kind of when i started this i made like a a kind of a schedule it's not super rigid at all but it's more like an idea so um here where i live in dubai the week is from sunday to thursday so on sundays i start with more of like uh creating i guess in my business i do the things that need to get done like podcast episode newsletter um ideas for content and things like that and then i have two days for two and a half days for client calls mondays are my ceo days where i you know think about the bigger picture maybe plan ahead think that's where you need to kind of think right like what is it that i need to do and then in the rest of the week you can afford i guess to be more in the employee mindset where you just follow the orders of the ceo that you are so you wear several hats and then i think in doing it that way it kind of it really does help so much and i think another thing as well with that um ceo mindset or or you know embodying that energy it's about knowing that it's not working hard and working more that creates more results it's really that smart simple work and focused work so simplifying has been huge not doing things that are not necessary right really focusing on what is it that matters right and doing that and then of course staying consistent very very much very very important um but yeah i think that that was a big big shift mm. Yeah, and you said like um, doing things which matter. Um, how do yeah. you think doing things like for all of us? I think we all come from such different conditionings, from such different stories, beliefs, patterns, traumas uh, that mm. our definition of what really matters. It's so dynamic. Mm. It's so diverse. It's just ever changing. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. How does it look like for you? Is that something mm, That's a which, great question. Yeah, is that something which moves the needle? Because for me, I think uh before I worked with a coach this year, like I was doing so many things. I was to a point where I was like, "Oh my god, do I need to like hire somebody or something?" And then I remember how she kind of like asked me to just 
give away things which do not make mm-hmm. me happy and um maybe that's my mg way of working but that really really helped i was just realizing i don't even know why i was doing half the things there yeah yeah i know right um i i think it comes from from that old conditioning of thinking we always need to be busy and doing all the time i think a lot of it comes yes. from that and like oh let's take on more let's take on more so we're always doing and we feel productive and it kind of gives us that little hit of oh i've done all these things but actually if it's not really creating results or making you happy then what's yeah. the point even also yeah. i think uh like for me for example uh because i came from a digital marketing background for me uh i knew a lot about the digital industry so i should be doing this and this and this and this and this they were like a, it was like a long freaking list because my yeah. tragedy if i should say i just knew a little bit too much than probably necessary for somebody who's just starting their own business specifically um and uh, yeah it kind of like gets you in this place of sometimes feeling so overwhelmed and overburdened because you feel like you should be doing these things in order to be successful and i think yeah we are just touching upon a big belief system there i think which just limits and stops so many people out there uh mm-hmm. that in order to be successful i need to do this i need to be this i need to look like this what have been some of your shoulds that you think you have to a large extent overcome um i think i was just really in perfectionist mode for a long time like trying to do all the things all the details all the time um and being very like specific about things i think for example um now i would tell a, a client who's new to business that it's not necessary to have a website to have a podcast to have all the things but that's that's what i knew at the time and i thought that was all important and yeah. of course if you feel like this will bring you joy then of course go for it and that was one of the things that i like to do but i realized that it's not things like having a website or the perfect pictures or all of those kind of aesthetic things which i do enjoy that's not necessarily what creates the the results um i think it's far more important to work on that you know alignment and your mindset and, and that inner work obviously also taking care of your health and everything that's needed and then doing the things that will actually bring your your business forward so mm-hmm. connecting with people maybe some content maybe some soulful selling you know something that actually tells people about your offer and that shares that and moves that forward so yeah that yeah. i think so basically yeah, what moves really the needle ahead like what really moves the needle yeah things which are like the most important and obviously that should be the things actually somehow somewhere which gives you joy also because then why yeah. are we doing this like again i think somebody told me a couple of exactly. uh, months back like uh if we had to do what we did not like doing we would have continued with the jobs why we why we would have started our own businesses uh like that exactly. was the whole freaking point <laughs> exactly yeah it was but i think we all tend to forget at some point and then we were like oh okay that's why and we need to come back into that joy mm yeah and uh, somewhere you also said that 
being an MG, I mean, you can understand how does it feel to actually enjoy your work so much, to love your work so much that you don't even yeah. realize, like for a lot of times, your work can feel like play. And I yeah. think that's only a very small segment of this world can understand that. Uh, but it's hella true. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. How does play look like for you in your business? And how would you probably suggest somebody um, to identify their play in their business mm-hmm. and then in their life? I think it's always maybe easier to start. I mean, for most people, it's easier to start with what is play in your life. So just like trying different things and, and being kind of creative and open to new experiences and yeah, having that space to explore. So I think it would start there and then you can kind of infuse that in your business by really choosing what makes you feel good and doing that often. Um, For example, I love to, I really, really love my mornings. I really love my mornings. And uh, it's not necessarily so much play, but it's just like that space and and um, that's kind of slow mornings, devotional, all of that. So that really fills my cup first thing in the morning. And then often that kind of then infuses into the things that I do for my business. And that's kind of how I merge the two. It starts with me, like the me that what I did on a personal level and then it gets to be infused in in business and I think that's important because for me business is an extension of who we are and of our missions and purpose so it's important to really work on the on the person on the soul you know uh, on all the levels first so I think that's one thing then play um I love like like sharing stuff on Instagram. I always loved sharing that. I love sharing. Um, and I'm leaning into more of that play now. Uh, I think it has to do with a lot of like creativity and just, you know, being really who you are. And obviously sometimes I think I, I may lose that connection to it a little bit and it gets more like, oh, I, I kind of need to do it. We all have those moments. But I think just leaning into, okay, well, what do you want to share? What feels really good and fun to you? And I've been exploring with like um, like different, maybe um, editing my pictures and graphics and things like that, like the creative the creative side of me really loves that some people hate it so it wouldn't sound fun to them but maybe you love you know connecting with others so you can um start connecting with people and offering like to do coffee chats or just maybe offering your support a lot of people love helping and serving people so how can you do that right so and i think that um kind of goes really well with the energy of like fun and play um, because we're all unique, right? We all love different things. And I think a lot of us do love to help others. And that's what we have in common, a lot of us. So find a way to make that fun, right? I like doing, for example, some uh, three-day events once in a while. And I find it really, really fun showing up live on video. I I love also the podcast. I love all the content creation, I think. So that's really fun to me, but I also love connecting. So that's kind of how I play in my business. (laughs) And that's like the majority of what you do in your business, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then coaching that comes next. And I also love that part. And I think that as MGs, we're quite lucky because we do like doing different things and having that diversity. So we really get to do that really well. Um, because the most important things at the end of the day, I believe, especially in a coaching business, are the connections with others, right? Then creating content that, you know, sells and that also is that speaks to the right people and being consistent so if you're doing those things it's pretty simple but you can do it in different ways right and play with it yeah and I also know that you uh, also teach your clients and your audience a lot about abundance specifically around money and wealth so um, as you have progressed in your business with going from one specific income level to the next how, mm-hmm. like, what do you think has energetically caused that shift? Like how much play, how much relaxation and rest and rejuvenation has shifted? Mm. Like just comparing probably perhaps when you were making X amount of income and now that you're making Y amount of income, what do you mm. think like it has changed in that specific segment? Mm, that's such a good question. And I think one thing to note is that it's so normal for income to kind of vary in different, like from month to month, right? Depending on what's going on in the business. But I think that the major jumps have always happened when I had to surrender, relax, and maybe take some time off or was having a lot of fun. So really that more feminine energy, but I was still showing up and being consistent. So it's kind of that beautiful balance, I would say, of there's no force, there's no like contraction or very, you know, if there is, I can kind of get out of it. And it's mostly like I'm showing up because I really want to and I'm so, I love this business so much and I really want to serve. And so I'm doing it consistent, consistently, but with an energy of fun and surrender and openness. And that's always when I've had like the major kind of jumps um, in income. So I think it kind of goes back to everything we were talking about, right? Like how does, how, how do we attract more by leaning into that? And it has proved to be true. Yeah, and as you spoke that, uh, something just clicked in and I just wanted to share for everyone who's listening right now probably and, and let me know if you want to add something to that is like how actually with rest and play and rejuvenation, it's like pouring our pouring into our own cup, giving to our own selves. And when we give to our own selves, perhaps the world also reflected back and wants Mm -hmm. to reflect that energy of giving us on a physical space as well so when we receive on an in a in an interpersonal way when we receive from our own masculine Mm -hmm. the world also reflects the same and wants to provide for us too that's such a good perspective and i love that you you know um talked about filling your own cup i also see with this that there's an image I love to talk about. It's that why we need kind of both the masculine structures and the feminine flow, the kind of that playfulness and that magnetism. Uh, It's the glass and the water. If we don't have the glass, which is the masculine, which is the structure, then the water is all over the place. Right. So it's a little bit more messy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I heard someone say the river and the riverbed, which was even better. But I always like go back to the glass because I always have water next to me, and I'd like yeah, uh, I always, I always see it, go and I'm back like, you know, water, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, and that's what's next to me. So like, if there's not this structure, this masculine, then the water's all everywhere, and it's all over my laptop and my phone and my desk, and then it's like a mess, and we have to clean it up, and that's not very it's not very helpful for the water or the feminine either to not know where to go. It needs to have an idea. Okay, I'm going here. I'm flowing here. Then it doesn't have to be super rigid because it kind of flows inside it. Um, but yeah, Sense I just wanted focus. to expand on that. Yeah. And then also, obviously, when you are filling your own cup, then you can share with others from that overflow. And then mm. you can then receive as well more. So yeah, I wanted yeah. to share that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. It, it's perfectly kind of like explains how, what I said, honestly, in that uh, perspective. Um, yeah, such interesting insights, Sarah. Thank you so much for sharing so much of wisdom, knowledge, and awareness. And I think this these are the gems you wouldn't find in a book. These are the things you wouldn't find uh in some texts this actually comes from somebody who's actually experienced it who's actually going mm. through the ebb and the flow of running a soulful heartless business as you say um yes. <laughs> yeah so uh before we wrap this up uh what are what is an advice that you would give to somebody who is um just looking for more expansiveness in their business in terms of freedom and abundance, both. And I, because I just feel they're so intricately linked. Mm, what is an advice I would give for someone who wants to expand? Um, I'd say reconnect to why you're doing this over and over. Reconnect to that, you know, your heart, whatever the desire in your heart, like going back to that, why is it that is, this is important to you and always remember that because that is what leads you to the next step that will, you know, create that sense of freedom because you're being present and you're not like so much in the mind. I think that creates all these doubts and fears and like either thinking about uh, what's not working or what's not here yet or the future or the past or wherever and not present. I think coming back to your heart or your body as well really brings you back into that presence and helps you identify okay do I need to actually do something now what is it how can I do it with that also sense of purpose and mission and why or do I need to just maybe rest and maybe that's what I need to do and that's the best thing I can do right now and just really honoring that which I think the mind can't always comprehend because it's not yeah. here for this yeah right? like so, when, when yeah. you jumped on to that second advice I was actually like wow, that's not something which actually clicks to us often when you think about expanding because our first instinct is to do more, is to get into the act. Yeah. How can I figure this out? How can I do yeah. more things? How can I add more strategies, quote unquote? Uh, but how you said, right. uh, sometimes maybe all you need to do is to perhaps allow the universe to work on your behalf and let the exactly. do what probably you cannot do in the physical like you cannot get into someone's mind and ask them to kind of like work with you <laughs> right exactly no so i think that's that's the best 
that's the best advice I could I could think yeah, of and give I right now. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for just sharing your light. I've always just loved experiencing your energy. It was such a delight to talk to you, oh. to share all of this beautiful stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And same, I love being in your energy and, you know, that uh, magnetism that you have as well is so contagious. So I love it. And thank you so much for having me on today. I love chatting with you. Thank you. Same too. Well, that was such a beautiful conversation. I really hope you enjoyed this just as much as I did. I would love to know your key takeaways. Please leave us in the reviews or tag us in your stories and share this with your friends. Uh, if you need any support in your journey, I am always here with you. So please connect with me on instagram all the links are down in the show notes and i'm sending you so much love and i'll see you real soon with a beautiful new podcast sending you so much love on your journey and thank you for being a part of this revolution